Welcome to Rock Your Brain, Rock Your Life, the only podcast hosted by a high-achieving tech leader and certified coach that teaches you how to use proven cognitive tools to rewire your brain so you work 10 to 20% less while crushing your goals. And you'll do this in 180 days. Hi, I'm Sarah. After decades of frantically overworking, never believing I could achieve big goals in my life and feeling constantly anxious, overwhelmed, and burnt out daily at work, I finally figured work out. I learned how to work less while identifying and nailing goals I never thought possible. I learned how to feel calm, confident, and a sense of ease at work. So if you're a high achiever who wants to achieve big goals, but doesn't even think it's possible unless you work a gajillion hours, or doesn't even think big goals are possible in any way, shape, or form, this podcast is for you. I keep it simple. You'll learn the neuroscience-based cognitive tools I and my clients use daily to work less while achieving more than they ever imagined. Quick side note, you'll run the risk of being passionately in love with your career. Hey, rock stars, happy Thursday. All right, it's the top of the show. So I'm asking y'all for podcast reviews again. I'm working toward 100. So I'm going to keep asking till we get there. And thank you so much for those of you who have already reviewed. So how y'all doing today? Life is so good over here. As many of you know, I'm a coach and a tech entrepreneur, and this week I ran three customer advisory board meetings on Zoom for one of my tech clients here in San Francisco, who's a thought leader, or they're a thought leader in the identity market. They're such an amazing company. For those of you who aren't in tech, the identity market is all about how to keep data secure, passwords, identification, et cetera. And they went really well. And these meetings used to be multi-day in-person events, but this year we've had to adapt and re-strategize about hosting them virtually. And I gotta say, we're crushing it. Yay! For these meetings, I suggested we start with an icebreaker that I asked folks what they liked most about remote work. Yep, channeling some of that intentional thinking we do around here, right? And the number one takeaway was this that they love this incredible time they have with family and their kids and that they wouldn't have had this time if we didn't have the pandemic. So we can't fight this world circumstance or fact. So it was great to hear folks appreciating that unexpectedly great part of it. One quick note before we dive into the meat of this episode, I've been thinking about all the amazing things you want to do, like become entrepreneurs or reversing climate change or running for office, and I get so inspired. But I wanted to remind you all that the reason we set these big, amazing goals is so that we can grow as humans, so we can prove to ourselves that we can do anything we put our incredible three-prong brain to work on. Sure, the results are going to be awesome and have world-changing ripple effects, but getting to the result requires that commitment to growing as a human being. I find that so powerful, so I just wanted to share that all with you today. All right, let's get into today's topic. I want to talk about shifting from emotional childhood to emotional adulthood. And I'm so excited about sharing this topic with you all because I think it will really help you get into your power seat mindset. I think it's really going to blow your minds. So 
What is emotional childhood? Emotional childhood is when we consciously or unconsciously refuse to take responsibility for our feelings. I think we all probably have someone who our mind automatically goes to when we think about that. But today I want you to really consider how you might be keeping yourself in emotional childhood. Here's a few clues on recognizing emotional childhood. Usually when we're in emotional childhood, you want to react, resist, or avoid emotions. Reacting might look like a toddler throwing a temper tantrum, yelling, screaming, crying. Avoiding usually looks like trying to numb out through what I call buffering. This might look like overeating, overdrinking, overworking, overshopping, overexercising. And the way you know it's buffering is if you are using it to avoid feeling your feelings and or you don't like the results it's giving you. And the last one is resisting. I was a master at this. Resisting an emotion is when you try to tell yourself that you shouldn't feel something or that you don't feel that way anymore. We think that we'll be able to escape whatever we're feeling so that we don't feel, but it never really works. I think about it like you're in a pool with a beach ball and you keep pushing the ball underwater and try to hold it underwater. And yes, you can do it for a little while, right? But eventually you're going to be exhausted and the ball's going to pop back up to the top of the pool. And notice that while you're spending all that energy resisting, you're not able to focus on anything else. Resisting our feelings only creates more tension and actually increases the uncomfortable feelings we're trying to get away from. I'm willing to bet that at least one, if not two, or all three of these rang true for you. And that's okay. It's super common. Most of us call ourselves adults, but still function as emotional children. Why do we do that? Because we haven't been taught an alternative. There's no course in high school or college that teaches you how to be an emotional adult. So what is emotional adulthood and how do we get there? Emotional adulthood is essentially the polar opposite of emotional childhood. An emotional adult is someone who feels fully empowered and responsible for their own life and is able to feel and process their feelings completely. An emotional adult understands that there's no external fact or circumstance that's causing those feelings. It's just their thoughts. I know that many of you may still be stuck in the belief that something outside of you causes your feelings like the president or your boss or your partner or whatever, but this is just a trick your brain is telling you. How do we know this? Because someone else may look at the fact or circumstance and think completely different thoughts. So the first step to becoming an emotional adult is accepting this fact. Your thoughts are the only reason you feel any feeling. And before we get deeper into the how of becoming an emotional adult, I know some of you are wondering why you would even want to do that. Well, first of all, it's awesome. But number two, when we're in emotional adulthood, we get all of our power back. We get our agency back. We get to sit in our power seat and start building new beliefs and making our dreams a reality. Okay, before I go any further into the how, 
of emotional adulthood, I need you to all know something. Taking full responsibility for everything you feel is very freeing, but also very hard. Make a decision now to be patient, loving, kind, and compassionate with yourself while you're in this process. Just this week, I was sharing on a rock star call how I noticed when I was on a date recently, my brain wanted to tell me a whole long story about how my date was creating my feelings by what he was doing and not doing. But in that moment, I was able to catch my primitive puppy brain that was going to that emotional childhood place. And I didn't make it mean anything about me. Instead, I just had a little, just a little chat with the old puppy brain. And I told him I loved him and that I know he's just trying to keep me safe, but that I got this. And then I moved on. And you're probably listening to this and thinking, but how do I actually do this? So the first step of becoming an emotional adult is to observe your life and decide if you're showing up the way you want to be in it. Here's a little brain exercise to help you. Imagine your life as a movie. I love movies, documentaries, rom-coms, you name it. So your life is a movie and you're the lead. How do you want to be in this movie? Let's pick that you want to be that person at work who radiates self-confidence, doesn't think twice about talking to the CEO of their company, and is just fucking crushing it at their career. Now, does your life now reflect that? Do you feel like that person? If you aren't that person yet, that is okay. Nothing's gone wrong. Let's not go into compare and despair here. Instead, get curious and ask yourself this question. If I was that person, what would I believe about myself? Maybe you would believe something like, I'm a badass at work. If you don't believe that thought yet, that's okay too. In next week's podcast, I'm going to teach you about bridging thoughts, which will help you get to that goal belief thought. So stay tuned for that. But until then, I want you just to notice what your current thoughts are. And notice anywhere that you might be slipping into emotional childhood. Visualize that you're this person today. Decide today that you're going to start living this starring role in your movie now. All right, y'all. You all are amazing. And you're already on your way to becoming a true emotional adult. And like I said, this is hard work. So if you want support, come join us in the Rockstar program. Okay. I love you guys. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye. If you're loving what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come and check out the Rockstar program. It's my coaching program where we take these neuroscience-based cognitive tools and we use them daily to break through burnout so you can fall passionately in love with your career. So join me over at sarahmoody.com. I would love to have you join me. You can also follow me at Sarah L. Moody on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. I can't wait to see you.